Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we review a listener-submitted minute of content without any context. And what a minute we have today. John, what the hell are we looking at? Uh, Today we're discussing minute 6 and 15 seconds to minute 7 and 50 seconds from Love on a Leash, a 2001 film submitted by listener Robert. Normally, we'd give Robert some sass because that's not a minute long, but this is this is good, so I have no sass. No, this is this is a chef kiss. Ah, right there. Oh, it definitely is. Before we jump into it, though, I should let you know that this episode is brought to you by the new coconut deodorant from Campari. Do you hate having aluminum in your deodorant and want something more natural? Do you not understand that aluminum is the active ingredient that makes it an antiperspirant instead of a deodorant? Did you not know that deodorant and antiperspirant were two different things? <laughs> then this is the product for you. So visit Camparibeauty.com to buy some expensive scented lotion to rub all over your stink zones and use promo code MINUTE for a 10% discount today. I'm actually, I actually am really paranoid about the aluminum in that stuff. I think that's because I uh, drank nothing but canned soda basically for about five years of my life. So I'm just paranoid about aluminum in general. It sounds like you've built up an immunity at this point. Or I'm just mostly aluminum, which would which would explain why my teeth always hurt, right? Yes. <laughs> Cuz doesn't Have you ever bitten into an aluminum foil, Paul? No, I remember the kids in elementary school used to and they'd say ow and I'd say I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's a good choice, Paul, cuz it hurts. It hurts <laughs> a lot. Um all right. So what is our level of familiarity here with uh Love on a Leash? I keep wanting to say Life on a Leash, uh, which I don't, <laughs> which feels don't like a film is. that I should not share with anyone. So, uh, but yeah, Love on a Leash, Paul. What's our familiarity here? You know, I thought about making some sort of kink joke about being on a leash or something, but instead I'm just going to say, no, I've got no familiarity at all with this film. What it about does- you? It does feel like, do you think it's implied, like just from the title, because we don't really have a place explicitly for titles. Do you think it's implied that this is supposed to be fetish? Like, you know, I was going to say no, but then I thought about how bad the audio quality was and how low budget (laughs) it looks overall. So maybe, maybe. Uh, So, yeah, uh, I have no familiarity with this. I believe I remember it. I remember somebody mentioning it, and this might be the Bader-Meinhof effect, because I think what might have happened was somebody mentioned it on the Slack, which is how we know Robert, mm-hmm. um, and uh, then a little bit later, Robert submitted this idea, I think is how the order went, or I saw that Robert had submitted something called Love on a Leash, and then I overheard somebody saying something, I don't know, but I've heard this whispered as a movie that someone has <laughs> talked about. No Beyond one would that, dare speak the name at full volume. So. Well, that's the thing is I have absolutely no idea. I'm not even sure. I Yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. All so. right. Before before we do the uh, traditional script read, John, let's do a quick intro to the scene. So it's the a traditional knows. script read, is it? 
<laughs> now it's traditional. After, yeah. after, after what, 56 episodes of us pretending that this is the one time we're doing a script read, you're just going to throw it all under the bus now, Paul. The joke, the joke will come back next week. Okay. Don't fret. Okay, next Don't week fret. it's fine. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so the scene that we see is basically a blonde woman finds a dog on her porch, invites the dog into her home, tries to get the dog to leave. They have some interactions, and then she decides the dog should stay after all. <laughs> yep. All just scenes in her house. <laughs> yeah, I just think you're really, you're really uh, misleading people with your description, Paul. <laughs> I might be, uh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get into this. All right. So, so for I, the script, yeah, I will be playing the role of the blonde woman, which right. is, I guess, also misleading because she's the only woman in this. She's not the only woman. She isn't. Her mom makes a brief appearance. Oh, that's I know because true. I'll well, be playing okay, yeah, the part but, of but her mom. We, okay, touche. You got me there, Paul. I'll also be playing the part of Tartuffe, the Spry Wonder Dog. <laughs> the dog's not named, as far as we can tell, but I like to think he's Tartuffe. It is appropriate. Yeah. All right. So, what are you doing here? I cut myself shaving. <laughs> Shh, it worked. Jesus. <laughs> okay, Paul, I need to break one second. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, alright, we'll get back into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. <clears throat> Take it from Is It. Is it is a line from you. Oh it is oh, okay. Fuck okay. <laughs> it's not easy being a homeless dog, is it? I do own a home in Switzerland. <laughs> Why is this so funny to me? <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm busy. Gotta go. Come on. Uh, hello, I'm not leaving. Uh, you're still here? Why is everything in here green? What are you looking at? Not much. Ring, 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 ring. You know how to answer a phone? Hey, someone had to answer it. Well, I can't talk. Because you've got a boyfriend? No, it's just a date. But what's he like? Mom, I'm late. Maybe you should wear more green. Ugh, go away. Okay, let's see. Hmm. Huh. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just remembered how you're talking. <laughs> oh. I thought dogs were colorblind. You're special. How about you become uh, how about you being my roommate? Okay, you pay the rent and I'll sniff my butt. <laughs> Bella Dally, if I <laughs> dining all right okay we're done we're fucking done with this you're never you're never allowed to have that voice i thought it was a good voice i don't know what you're talking no, about you're never allowed to speak it ever again in my presence <laughs> i'm like all right let's oh i'm weeping
Uh, let's talk about this dog, John. Okay. So I've written here that he, he sounds like Roy Romano because he sounds like a kind of off-brand Ray Romano. Yeah, like if there was a Everybody Loves Raymond cartoon and they couldn't afford the original cast members, this would be mm. the brother that they hired to play Ray Romano on the show. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's not... Yeah. Hmm? The the audio is so strange. (laughs) Yes. It feels like everything is dubbed, right? Like, it feels like... Well, in a sense, it is, I guess, because the dog's dubbed. Well, the dog is... Okay. When I was watching this, if this hadn't been... Let me look at the YouTube clip again. If this... Clip. This isn't a clip. This is the whole damn fucking movie, okay? If the yep. whole movie wasn't an hour and 25 minutes and 55 seconds long, I would have thought this was like a dub skip from like a late night, uh, like a, a late night comedy show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like it, they're just dubbing over some silly, like, I don't know, after school special or something like that, uh, where the woman strips in the middle of it, I guess. But, um, it is not. It is an hour and 25 minutes and 55 seconds long. And the dog is unbelievably terribly dubbed. Uh, I mean, Paul's yeah. reinterpretation of it is, in fact, even better <laughs> than what I actually think it was. It did feel you... like a 90s comedian sitting inside of a voice booth just randomly reading lines. And then they made a movie around it. No, I think you're right. That's what happened. And they made no effort at all to match the sound of the voice booth to what was happening in no. the scene or anything. And a lot of the time, just from this clip that we saw, the audio in the scene is completely cut or reduced down to like n- oh, yeah. almost nothing. So oh, yeah. all that you hear is the silence of the booth of yeah. this line being delivered. And you can hear the cuts. Oh my God, the cuts. I mean, it is it is poorly. <laughs> this is a poorly constructed film is my, my interpretation from this. Um, so the dog does seem to, did he fake the injury or is it, it's supposed to be a real injury? Well, when she's walking up the stairs, we do see the dog has something red on his paw. And then we hear, you know, he cut himself shaving. I think Which is it's hilarious. Com- it was just great. I oh, yeah. think it's a fake injury. I don't know how the dog did this, but it, holy shit, everything about this. <laughs> Yes. Um, he also says he owns a home in Switzerland, Paul. I, I know we can't talk about theories right now. Like, folks, we are like five centimeters into like a, a foot of notes that we have on this on <laughs> this clip. Like, uh, it is it is this is going to be this is going to be a good one. All right. So he owns a home in Switzerland. True. Do you think that this dog actually owns a home in Switzerland? Is this a. Uh, like a curse where he he is a man who owns a home in Switzerland that is then turned into a dog. If he only owns a home in Switzerland, why doesn't he have a Swiss accent? Mm-hmm. Uh, how does he like? What? I guess to, to, to dig a tiny bit deeper, can we assume that a dog that can fake an injury can also purchase property overseas? I mean, there is a lot of, uh, I think, like, you know, foreign, you know, property investors nowadays. Like, I, it's we true. Live in a global economy, I can see a dog using telecommunication to, you know, manipulate that system in some way. We know he knows how to answer a phone. So <laughs> we do. You can, I think, you can do that. You can buy property. 
Yeah, I mean, John, if if you have a phone, you have a lawyer. <laughs> if you have a phone, you you too can earn five thousand dollars a month from home. So <laughs> that's enough for a home in Switzerland, I'm sure. Probably. Uh, yeah. So she does seem to be familiar with this dog. Seems to be, which which is kind of weird because we're only six minutes into the film and already she's having what appears to be a second run in with this dog. Yes. Uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, I think we're supposed to presume some sort of previous relationship. Um, mm. She does seem to be all for bandaging stray dogs. Uh, Although she doesn't actually bandage this dog. What she does is invite it in and then wrap a couple of wet wipes around its leg yep. and then try to kick it out. Yeah. Well, she doesn't even kick it out. She's just like, okay, you're good to go. As though this is a man that she just like, like gave a band-aid to, and now he's not leaving her house. Like, in no way yeah. has she ta- treated this thing like a dog. This thing. I don't mean a thing. This dog like a dog. <laughs> like, you would at least, like, put your finger around the collar and then escort it out, right? Like, you don't... The dog doesn't know what it wants. Even less than that, John, you would open the door so the dog can leave. <laughs> she doesn't open the door. How does it's she expect true. the dog to leave? That is true. Uh, I mean, maybe she's seen the dog previously open doors. Like, like I... It's possible. You know that anything could have happened at the first six minutes of this film. You're right. Yeah. So, so like, you know, for all we know, he's the famous dog. Like, dog who lives independently renting a space while he's still trying to find a buyer for his, like, Switzerland uh, abode uh, before he, really being able to buy a place here stateside. He truly uh, is a spry wonder dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, Although, he's a very disinterested wonder dog. He he is. Paul, so let's, let's look behind the curtain of this film a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a trained dog? No, this is not a dog actor. No. The same way that you can tell when a kid is a trained child actor in a yeah. film, th- this yeah. is not an air bud. No, no, this is not an air bud. Uh, this, is, this is like a dog walked onto a set one day and then it turned into a movie about a dog. <laughs> yeah. It, it's almost like Ray Romano wasn't available, so his agent sent Ray's dog. He's just, he's a normal, he's an old dog. He's not very energetic. He doesn't look like he wants to be there, really. Roy it's very isn't strange. that far off of, like, a, probably a pretty common dog name, right? Do you think this is the Romano family dog? I hope so now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could be. He's Roy Romano. I mean, like, I mean, you can only assume that the entire, you know, Romano family are, are looking to sink their teeth into showbiz. Uh, they and probably who are. sinks their teeth better than... Uh, the soft velvety mouth of a retriever. I was on board until you said soft velvety <laughs> mouth, John. Well, have you ever felt a retriever's mouth, Paul? No. <laughs> well, I guess pivot. that ends that line of discussion. <laughs> uh, Hard pivot, John. This this dog watches <laughs> this woman change, and I sort of think that based on the amount of time that we see her in this room. Um, in her underwear that they thought there was going to be funnier dog audio than they actually included. Oh my I mean, God. This is yes. the scene where we hear her say, what are you looking at? And him say, not much as yeah. if it's like the start of a riff. I mean, that that's kind of an insulting line to begin with, it's, but it's basically there, there's nothing like they, else there. They hired thousands of comedians 
to write the first line that popped into their head. And but not comedians, sorry. That would imply that they have like show business like comedy writers. People who are used to working slightly slower than right off the dome. You know what I mean? Like people who sure. understand the concept of revision and refinement. They hired thousands of them to write a single the very first line of dialogue that pops into their head when they saw a single second of clip of this this show. And mm-hmm. this movie. I, I really don't want to call it a movie. <laughs> um well this thing uh and 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 so they had a thousand first lines and that is why you never write down the first thing that pops into your head for anything ever that's why you throw away the first picasso painting every time just looked like a normal fruit john there's no second line at all though like where's the comedy in this scene no there is no comedy the comedy is the horrible dubbing (laughs) Like, 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 I, like, like, it's just, I don't understand anything about this. Also, like, they, this movie came out in 2011. Okay, this is not, this is not that old. It's what, eight years old. Yep. The, this isn't even like, like, Skinamax sort of stuff. Like, when we say that she strips down to her underwear, like, she's wearing normal, like, the most fucking normal underwear. Like, you can Very walk, normal. Yeah. Like, I would not be embarrassed purchasing this underwear at a Target simply because I'd be like, of course, I'm just supplying for a relative or something. Like, I, like, 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 there is, there is nothing, like, upsetting or strange about this or, like, it just doesn't feel purposeful. It feels like they just told her, like, oh, well, what if you just stripped in this scene? And and she was like, okay. And like, there was no concept behind the scene or anything like that. It was like, they just came up with an idea, right? Like there, yeah. other than the fact that she's wearing green, which became the joke, but I'm not even sure if it's a joke, Paul. <laughs> the one thing that I'll say in, in favor of this scene is that they did manage, other than that one weird punchy line, to have her sort of act just like a normal person who was in their underwear alone just standing there doing stuff like there's nothing weirdly sexualized about it no but so then I think the why scene makes is sense, it but... happening like yeah i mean like no don't get me wrong people can take off clothes whenever they want it's just that when it's a movie well, not whenever they want but okay well no <laughs> in their homes with their dogs okay. they can take their yeah. clothes off whenever they want well. It's just it doesn't feel like any context was given here. None of the lines reflect what is happening in the scene, except for the fact that everything is fucking green. And the problem is, Paul, Paul, do you know what colors dogs can't see? All of them. No, they can see very specifically yellows, blues and violets. Do you know what colors they can't see? All the other fucking colors, including green. (laughs) Oh, so well, <laughs> this dog is truly a wonder. Let, let's uh, I guess we got to keep it moving, or we'll just talk about this dog all fucking oh night. God. The dog is the only thing. Like that's the yeah, thing not, is not, nothing not else in this scene has any context. Okay, the mom. We, let's talk about the mom. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the mom. So the mom calls the daughter, seemingly knowing that there's been some development with the boy. But how? Because. <laughs> Like, I, yep, we don't know that. Do you feel like was it a video call? Like, mm-hmm. no, I think I think maybe maybe we we saw them interact earlier in the scene in the first six minutes. But let's focus on the things we do know. Okay, her mom has so many pills on this table behind her. <laughs> I don't think her mom's doing great. 
it looks like so she's got one of those like Monday to Friday or Monday to Sunday pill yeah. caddies, and then like nine bottles, and then like a half pint of Miralax sitting on the table there. I don't think her mom's doing great. <laughs> well, and she. I mean, yeah, that's true. She's not really shot in a particularly like it's like it's there's a vanity behind her, right? Mm-hmm. So I assume this might be like a studio apartment then or something like maybe her bed's in Although there. she looks kind of fancy. I don't know. I don't know either. Like, why does she have a lounge chair next to her vanity? It's I'm not I mean, really I sure. It's a rocking chair. It does feel like they just assembled a bunch of random furniture from somebody's house. Yeah, maybe it came with the dog. But thank God they put the little, uh, you know, the little dial click light uh, switch in the back. You know, a dimmer switch light, one of those old ones mm-hmm. that are just dials. Uh, that's that's visible within the mom scene because <laughs> because they couldn't they couldn't fucking just move the vanity someplace else within this hotel room that they rented out. Yes, good God. Um, okay. Other things that we see in the scene, John, the dog finds the skirt for her to wear. Yes. Suggests Which we've that she already wears established the dog cannot see green. And yep. he asks her about green and asks her why she's wearing all green because she is wearing exclusively green when mm-hmm. she strips down, right? True. In a green room. Yep. There's even, instead of a like a window curtain or anything like that, there's just a bed sheet draped over a window in the background. Yep. Or is that a door? I can't really tell. But it described it like God. why is this green, Paul? Like why why is Every, this a joke? everything's green? If she was blue, she would die. Like that uh-huh. sweet, sweet song reversed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good it's a good Wait, joke, do John. Do you know do you know the name of that song? Isn't it called Blue? I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm I'm blue. I'm, I'm anyway. sure. Okay. All right, but what I wanted to say about this skirt or whatever is that when she holds it up and is so impressed by the color combination, yeah, it's so covered in dog slobber. Yep. There's no way she could wear this skirt. It, it's also, he's a yellow retriever, right? Yeah. So it's also covered in like four inch yellow hair, like completely. Mm. The moment that yeah. the dog set foot in the room, the entire room is now coated in like, in, in like, like three inch thick, uh, three inch long yellow hair. Which is is just not going to go well with the green everything. Which is just going to stick with the the slobber, and then yeah, yeah, and then it's going to dry, and then it's just part of the the garment at that point. Good God, this movie, John. We're we're going to go too long. Let's jump right before we get to our theories. Okay. I want you to tell me how the dog dies at the end of this movie. <laughs> the dog dies. Okay, so uh, there's a mobster who's obsessed with her. None of this has any context within the scene because nothing in the scene matters. Um, mm-hmm. There's a mobster who's obsessed with her. The dog jumps in front of a bullet to save her. But right wow. before he dies, God gives him a second life, but as a human being. And so then he like terminators down to earth, just, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, on a crater completely naked. And mm-hmm. then they kiss and that's the end of the movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's hard pivot from that into what we think this movie is actually about. I guess since I just made you go, okay. uh, I, I can go first. I think this movie is actually about her ex-husband 
being reincarnated into a dog. Her ex-husband died after the divorce and is now this dog, which is why he's mean to her so often. And and I think that he sort of redeems himself by helping her find love again, and then he just gets to live there as their dog, and it's not weird. <laughs> okay. That's really fucked up. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think that this is a... Um, a man, uh, no, it is a dog who lived an honorable life after falling in love with his human owner who rescued him from the streets, and he's sure. rewarded with humanity after uh, dying selflessly. That is what I think this movie is about. And but it's then not he weird does... at all that he used to be a dog. What's the opposite of a furry? A smoothie? Sm- no, no. <laughs> I don't want... I... First off, I'm fairly certain smoothie means something. I don't know what. Oh, wait, no. No. I'm thinking of something else, I think. I don't know. But a shavedy? Shavedy? Still, stop talking about it. John, can we recommend either this actual movie, the movie I've described, or the movie you've described? Uh, I am morbidly curious what this movie is about. I kind of agree. It's pretty damn strange, and oh, I kind of want to watch bad. maybe a half hour of it. Probably not all of it, but maybe, maybe. put it on like in a bad movie party. Uh, oh yeah, in the background, that could be good. Like, like like you know where you don't have to look at it if it's too bad. Yeah, <laughs> like you can cover your eyes like watching a scary movie. I think it, it merits that at the yeah. very least. Oh my God, Paul, this movie. This very movie. Robert, thank you so much for providing this submission, and yes, thank, thank you, you listener Robert. at home, for joining us this fine <laughs> evening. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. If you leave us a review and send us a screenshot of it via, I don't know, DM us or email us, or I don't know if you can send pictures I on Twitter. You. I see who? Anyway... As always, this episode was hosted by Paul Reberg and John Ward, produced by John Ward with the music by me. Come back next week where we're going to ask you, Why is everything green? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast. I can be the mom. Yeah, I I think the dog has no direct interaction with the mom, so that should be easier.